You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode of Locked On Dynasty is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going really well. How about you? I'm good also. Uh, it is Wednesday. We always talk player value on Wednesday uh, and and last week we hit those quarterback rankings, Matt. You had Kyler Murray at one, Patrick Mahomes at two. I pushed back a little bit. We agreed to kind of share those spots, and it's only been a week, but I'm already regretting that. I, Mahomes, <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. Mahomes just does not look the same. We're hoping that uh, he, he gets back to normal soon. I think I'm ready to move Kyler to my RB1 spot. That's how quickly things can change, even in Dynasty. It's a long-term Kyler game. Kyler didn't even play this week. I know I, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, Did you take Allen over Mahomes. Just we won't go too deep in the woods. But no, no, I'm I'm just gonna slowly let him creep down the rankings okay. one spot at a time. We'll see. We'll see. We're gonna talk about our running back rankings. This uh, is at hard. least at least what they look like today. We'll probably revise those. Uh, next oh week, yeah, I'm sure. Next week would be probably different. <laughs> All right. So I think the running back situation when when you're talking about rankings, especially at the top, is so interesting, Matt, because for so long it's been Christian McCaffrey and everybody else. And uh, Saquon Barkley challenged him and even even overtook McCaffrey for a little while. And uh, Jonathan Taylor challenged him a little bit last year, especially when McCaffrey was injured. We come into this season. McCaffrey is is back on top, even though he played, I believe he played just three games last year, uh, but he's back on top. He's the 101 in, in the ADP over at Dynasty League Football, 101 in most single quarterback startup drafts over the offseason. And then we get a bit of a repeat. He's injured again. He misses multiple games again. And it feels like dynasty managers, even though McCaffrey's now back on the field, the dynasty managers have just had enough with McCaffrey. We've got some young running backs uh, pushing again, Jonathan Taylor included, and we've seen McCaffrey fall. He's he's not the RB1 in our dynasty ADP any longer. Uh, in fact, he's not even a, a top two or three running back. So today we're going to, to try to narrow down and, and rank our top 10 running backs. We'll see how much we agree with ADP, but of course, let's start here at the top. Is Christian McCaffrey still your number one guy, or is it one of these, maybe a younger back? It's not McCaffrey. Um, right. There's, this was really hard. And you said it's, it's more fluid than the other positions. You know, where's Derrick Henry fall? I mean, he would have been probably in our top 10 two months ago, you know? So, I mean, again, things change really quick at this position. I have, so I tried to kind of lump people together of similar value to me, similar ages, similar concerns. And that left me with two guys fighting for the top spot. And should I just go ahead and reveal them both here and 
fight them out and see if we're in the same mindset. Yeah, yeah, go for it. We'll just talk through it. I think it's between Najee and Taylor for number one. I think Taylor's the better runner. I think he's the more talented player. But Najee's receiving abilities and snap counts are definitely stronger. So I'm really torn between those two. I think I'm going to give the nod to Taylor. Well, Taylor is also my dynasty RB one, so we okay. can you know we can agree on that. Um, I I definitely appreciate the conversation because I think we're seeing this year especially um, some complaints about Jonathan Taylor not getting enough work. Uh, that that fans and and fantasy players want to see Taylor get more carries and certainly get more work in, in the passing game. We're kind of hearing similar with a, another contender for this top spot, or at least a one of the top spots uh, that you haven't mentioned yet, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who has for for most of the season shared this backfield, this Lions backfield, with uh, the veteran Jamal Williams. Uh, Swift getting a ton of work. Uh, in the passing game. Uh, in fact, heading into week nine, Swift Swift was off on by, of course, but I believe heading in, into week nine, Swift was leading all running backs in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. So he's getting that work, and that's where a lot of his points and and subsequently his value has come from. Uh, but he, he doesn't have that heavy workload. Najee Harris certainly does. He's getting the, the large uh, bulk of the carries in the Steelers' offense also – uh, seeing a ton of work in in the passing game, uh, including how many targets was it he had a few weeks a few weeks ago eighteen or something, uh, something crazy, Matt. Um, so you've got two guys on one end of the spectrum, maybe not getting enough work. One guy, Najee Harris, certainly seeing uh, more than his fair share. <sighs> Do you view that as a negative? Like, I mean, are there are there Derrick Henry workload concerns with Najee Harris that were uh, he's being overworked? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know you know me the Steeler angle. I mean, I really equate it to Lev Bell, and right. uh, even when they drafted him, I think they'll you know run him into the ground, and Tomlin doesn't even hide the fact that I'm going to run the wheels off these guys, Bell and Harris, and then and they'll Connor. pick up. And Connor and yeah. even D'Angelo Williams when he had a, st- a stint and Willie Parker. I mean, it's just what he does. And they'll pick up his fifth year option. Maybe they'll franchise him after that and off he goes, you know, I mean, but if you get four or five years of that kind of workload with a couple pit stops for, you know, new tires and things and a couple you know spots where he probably m- misses time, that's fine for me. I mean, I'm not looking at this position as a real long-term situation. Well, you can't. You can't, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think more and more it's become clear that um, no matter how you build teams, how you uh, w- what your specific dynasty strategy is, you can think long-term with wide receivers, um, tight ends and quarterbacks often take longer to develop, but running backs, you almost have to have that redraft mentality. And and I do think that's what's what's helped McCaffrey and uh, some sure. some other veterans, Elliot, Kamara, Cook, and Cook. Kamara. And yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get to all those guys right, certainly. Right. Uh, but it's what's helped them maintain some value, even in dynasty ranks and dynasty ADP, where you you might think, you know, they're fading away. They only have one or two years left. 
that's okay because even young players like Taylor Swift, uh, there you Taylor go. I did, Swift. I, 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 I did it for you, Matt. Uh, but young players like Swift and Taylor and Najee Harris, you know, they're not guaranteed more than a year or two. So sure. I, I think it's. We that, thought Acres and Dobbins were great bets. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe they're coming back. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, they might get named. Who knows? All right, we're we're one player into our top ten dynasty rankings. We both have Jonathan Taylor here at the top. We've got some uh, some process conversations that that we're going through here. When we come back, we'll knock out some of these players: Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey. Will certainly be coming up in that mix. Hey everyone, this is Matt Williamson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Uh, My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Uh, Just download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play right now. Use our promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus of 25 cents per gallon on your fill up. That's, That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Uh, just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catches here involved. So the cash back gets added right into your account. You can, you can cash out any time to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card from Amazon. Just download the free Get Upside app and use our promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Matt, we're back. We're talking about our top 10 Dynasty running backs, uh, at least as of today. Like we, like we said at the top, these are going to change. These are almost constantly changing. We do agree that Jonathan Taylor is at the top. You said that you've got Najee Harris as your number two guy. He is number three for me. Uh, I do have DeAndre Swift as the RB2. Where do you stand on DeAndre Swift? I mentioned I lumped these guys into similar tiers is kind of the wrong word, but groups. Mm -hmm. Swift is in the same group as Najee and Taylor for me. You know, young Best times ahead of them, very talented, finding their role. So Swift was third for me. So I just thought he was a clear third behind Taylor and Najee. But, I mean, again, those three stand alone at the top for me, too. There's a line behind Swift. There's a line in front of Swift. But he's closer to the top two than number four for me. Does Swift get knocked at all just for that Lions offense and in the history of, you know, honestly poor play from that team? Yeah, but will their quarterback play be better going forward? Probably. I mean, Mm. it's not going to get drastically worse. Are they going to add a receiver at some point to maybe help them and help get first downs? Probably, you know, so that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's uh, let's get on to the next uh, group here. You mentioned those tiers, buckets. Uh, we've got Taylor, Harris, and then Swift. We're going to go with that order. Who is your RB4? These next two I'm lumping together, McCaffrey and Saquon. And okay. I could probably go in either order. 
they both have injury concerns. I mean, it's just, that's the concern for me. Not that they're old all of a sudden, but I really question both players' durability. I have McCaffrey over Saquon, but either is fine with me. I've also had uh, Christian McCaffrey as my RB4, so I'm I'm good with placing him there. And this is, this is really where that short-term mindset comes into play, that um, I know when he's on the field, McCaffrey is going to put up some, some big time fantasy points. And even if that only happens for the next year and a half, and you're going to tell me that Barkley might give me two and a half years of that, or, um, you know, Antonio Gibson or Cam Akers or JK Dobbins will come back and play three or four years at, at a relatively high level. I think the value of, of the production right now and the elite production that we know Christian McCaffrey is, is certainly capable of keeps him at this RB4 spot. So we agree there. Yeah. I don't know if we can say the same for Saquon Barkley. We've seen okay. him play at, at at an elite level, but we've also seen uh we've seen him look just average. You know, if you want to argue that's because of the Giants offense or coaching staff or quarterback or whatever offensive line, that's that's fine. I'm not trying to knock Barkley as a as a talent, uh, but we just haven't consistently seen it where McCaffrey was that high-end fantasy producer for multiple years before this injury bug has has hit him. Barkley's just not there. I mean, his rookie season certainly was was incredible, but that was one year and that was two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, Barkley's further down the list than me. Let's let's okay. kind of put him on the back burner for now. We'll see if we can come to some type of agreement okay. on him. We're then four running backs five? in. My five is Ezekiel Elliott, and okay. uh, this is this is a player who's actually gained quite a bit of value. Moved up my rankings over the uh, over this year. We were we were very concerned about what Zeke did last year mainly when Dak Prescott went out, just just did not look like the same player. But I think Zeke has, has bounced back in a major way. And again, short-term mindset with him. Uh, even if it's the rest of this year and next year, I'm okay with that. Okay. So this might be easier than we thought then because I don't really love shopping in this neighborhood, but – my next tier is similar to the tier I just had of McCaffrey and Saquon in that I had Zeke 6, Cook 7, Kamara 8. They're all super productive. They all should be really high redraft picks. And if we look at this like redraft, as we mentioned, they have extreme value. Um, I don't love shopping in that neighborhood, to be honest with you. So I'm cool with Zeke being our collective number five. Well, and when, and, and I mean, you're talking about shopping specifically related to going out and trading for these players. No, I I totally agree. I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly. Yes. Acquiring those players, McCaffrey, Elliot, Cook, Eckler, Aaron Jones, you could throw in that. Yeah, their name's coming up tomorrow. Right. I'm not, I'm not drafting those guys in the first round, probably not even the second round, honestly. Uh, I'm not trading multiple first rounders or young prospects mm-hmm. for them, which means you won't get them. Yeah, right. And that's okay. That's right, okay. Right. That's I might problem. already have them on my team. I've got, in fact, I think I have all those guys on at least one team. Um, I'm also, I'm, I'm just saying that 
what they're going to give you over the next short term, meaning less than two years, I think is more valuable than the unknown of Antonio Gibson. Right. Yeah. Javante Williams. Yeah. Good, good examples there. And those are players I like. I mean, Gibson was, was a guy we were both going crazy for uh, just, just, just a few weeks ago, honestly. And uh, he's, he's moved down my list, unfortunately. Uh, I have uh, Elliot at five, as I mentioned, Uh, I think you said Dalvin cook next. I believe that's who it was. Uh, that's who I have next, at least. Yeah, and then I Kamara. So I'd Saquon 5, Zeke 6, Cook 7, Kamara 8. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, I actually had Austin Eckler above Kamara, but uh, as, as you suggested, they're all kind of in there together for right. sure. Um, I, I've got Barkley there, though. Right, right. I've got Barkley behind all of those guys. I've got Barkley hmm. at 9. Okay. Um, and, and again... Kamara, Eckler, Cook, Zeke, we've seen them all produce um, more consistently than Saquon Barkley. They're all on better teams than, than Barkley. And at this moment in time, they're all healthier than Barkley. My last Barkley argument, since he's getting the short end of the stick here, is uh, I think his ceiling is the highest of anyone we've talked about with the possible exception of McCaffrey. Yeah. I would agree with that. And, uh, you know, I just really, we saw it, I, I really hope we get to see that ceiling because he's, he's a fun player to watch his rookie season. As I said, was, was unreal. Uh, but we haven't, we haven't seen that level since really. Uh, who is your RB 10 last guy potentially on this list? I'm going with Aaron Jones slightly ahead of Chubb. Chubb showed us just how, damn good he is this past week but Hunt's obviously looming but I think Dylan's looming I mean Dylan's a really good player is that much different than the Browns backfield it's it's looking more and more like that every week honestly I I actually had Aaron Jones at 10 as well um he's still really good there's definitely some some concerns there I, I think if you want to think a little bit longer term, at least beyond this season, there's also concerns that Aaron Rodgers is almost definitely gone after this right, season. Right. What's what's that offense going to look like? How much success will Aaron Jones have uh, without his quarterback? So yeah, yeah maybe maybe I'm already talking myself into moving Aaron Jones down this list. Uh, some running backs. But would need- it be in favor of Chubb, or who would be your next guy up? Well, I mean, I think Mixon is certainly in that conversation as a as a as a current producer, not somebody you have to wait on. Um, I think Javante and, Williams is in that conversation too. He's not well, in my top ten, but he's definitely in my top fourteen. Yeah, I mean, value wise, he he might be, and and he's shot up our dynasty ADP. He's now a late second rounder uh, in dynasty ADP, according to. Uh, to our, our data over at DLF. So he's, he's gaining value um, despite sharing this backfield with Melvin Gordon. I just think Gordon's a very temporary roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Oh, he certainly is. Certainly yeah. is. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about a few other running backs to consider here in, in dynasty leagues. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about built bar. They've been a, 
Really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's really into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, Cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around to go with the original twelve flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has nineteen grams of protein, one hundred eighty calories, only five grams of sugars, and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Thanks for making locked on dynasty. Your first listen every day. Be sure to listen to tomorrow's show when Marcus and Kate preview week 10 around the league. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. Matt, we're talking dynasty running back rankings today. We we wasted no time in coming up with our top 10. We had a lot of agreement in there. I would say Saquon Barkley, the player we disagreed on the yeah. most. You had him at five. I had him down at nine. Uh, ultimately, we pushed some veterans ahead of him, and we came up with a current top 10 list that looks like this. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, and DeAndre Swift, three guys at the top. We agreed that those three were separate from the rest in that they're giving us current production, but they're also young enough to uh, potentially carry this forward, not just for the next couple of years, but maybe for the next four or five years. Uh, the next guys, really almost the rest of the list were veterans who are uh, producing now, at least when healthy, that's Christian McCaffrey at four, Zeke Elliott at five, Dalvin Cook six, Alvin Kamara at seven, Austin Eckler at eight, Saquon Barkley at nine, and Aaron Jones at 10. Uh, we mentioned several of these names already, but let's talk about some of the other contenders. Uh, Nick Chubb, it, it almost feels like a slap in the face not to have I this know. guy in the top 10. He's so good. He is considered by, by many uh, the top runner in the league, uh, but we also know not really involved in the passing game. Uh, typically, so he, he's got that as, as kind of a limitation that, of course, has also been a knock on Derrick Henry for so many years, and he just continues to prove us wrong. So uh, it wouldn't be a surprise if, if Nick Chubb did the same thing. Great offensive line. Chubb is is the centerpiece there, locked up to a long-term deal. Maybe I should have Chubb instead of Aaron Jones in there. Um, Derrick Henry, I just, just mentioned that name. He obviously would have been on this list if not for the news of one week ago, a little over a week ago now, when he suffered that foot injury. Uh, Going to be 28 years old before he plays again, Matt. Uh, do you think he can regain that value? Can he get back into this RB1 top 10 range of value? Doubtful. 
Yeah. I mean, he's the last guy I would ever doubt, but I'm doubting him just because, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's robbing us of 10 unbelievably prime weeks of owning him. So that to me detracts from him too much. And well, you know, and, and we've, we've spent a lot of this discussion making the case that current production from these running backs, because of the short-term view, the short-term window, current production is so, so important. Right. And we're not going to get that from him. Right. But do you agree? And it's the first I've ever thought of this this year. He's probably a first round pick in every redraft league next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has to be. Has I think to be, he has right? to be. And, and again, if you're thinking short term uh, window That's with these running backs, he, he's going to move back. Um, maybe not move back into the top 10, but at least move back into the conversation. You're right. I don't want to doubt him either. I've spent too much time doing that in my dynasty career and it has not gone well. No. Uh, we mentioned the name Antonio Gibson. If, if I did this list, Six weeks ago, he might have been a top two or three running back for me. Uh, just been a rough year for him. Has struggled, has the injury. Washington was on by this past week. Hopefully that rest uh, helped him, and, and we can see uh, some hints of what we saw last year at, when Gibson was a rookie because it's, it's just been disappointing, honestly, through, uh, through this year. I, I do still have some um, – High expectations for Gibson moving forward. He would be uh, one of the next guys on my list if we took this, extended this list much longer. Uh, are you still in on Gibson as well? I've loved him and I've yeah. invested heavily in him. I'm hopeful, very optimistic, cautiously optimistic that he looks like a different guy post buy. But I did not consider him for my top 10 because they don't consider him a great passing option. So we know how important that is. I mean, if his ceiling is Nick Chubb, that's unfortunate. You know, he's a long way from there. Well, I mean, we, we know he has the ability, right? I mean, he was a wide oh, receiver yeah. in, in, in college. This guy has the ability, certainly. Uh, we just need J.D. McKissick, who's uh, one of the best pass-catching running backs in the league, to to get out of the way. We'll see if that happens in 2022. You talked about Javante Williams kind of knocking on the door. Obviously, any rookie who uh, has that draft capital, who uh, is producing relatively well early on, is going to gain value quickly. He's doing just that. We talked Joe Mixon. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, is is he even sniffing no. the top 15, the top 20? I think they'll look to replace him, draft over him. You know, I don't love his situation long term there. We've got three key running backs who could be on this list maybe next year. They're they're not going to play this year. Travis Etienne, the rookie for the Jaguars. Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins. We mentioned those names, I believe, already in this episode. Uh, if if you get if you get if you get one chip, who's it going on to Dobbins come back and make an impact? Really? Well, he was my favorite coming out of school. I think Akers' injury is the worst of these situations, and I'm not a doctor. Henderson is good. Uh, I loved Dobbins as a player. ATN, not so much. He would have been third as a prospect who I liked best. Dobbins, clearly for me. Yeah, I guess that's fair. There has been some good news about Cam Akers and the injury. Sean mm -hmm. McVay even hinting that he could play this season if they uh, make a deep playoff run. Uh, 
I'm not sure I hadn't I'm heard buying. that. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm buying into that necessarily. That would be an, an amazing story. Uh, would be fun to see, but not counting on that. Uh, like you said, Daryl Henderson's been been very good. A yeah. down game in uh, in week nine is really the entire Rams offense had. But uh, Henderson has been very good. Kareem Hunt just uh, really belongs in this conversation. Not not necessarily a top ten guy, but um, knocking on the door. So so talented. Kind of gets stuck behind Nick Chubb, and then he's had the injury the past few weeks that has uh, kind of put him out of our mind. But so talented, so good. Yeah, really good player. Uh, any other running backs? Again, not necessarily that would belong in the top ten, but uh, just just noteworthy guys. Anybody else come to mind? We said his name, but we didn't talk a ton about him. Is Joe Mixon? I thought he looked yeah. great again this weekend. Um, he's probably in my top twelve or so. I mean, I think he's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, gets a big role, super talented. Um, I James Robinson. I guess I, I have a James hard Robinson? time giving him the credit he deserves, but he's a good football player. Yeah, yeah, another... he's probably sixteen-ish. Okay, I think I think okay. Robinson and Robinson and Henderson have both taken advantage of uh, of the injury to the younger back in their offense, and and have really, at the very least, claimed roles going forward where. Um, we we weren't really even considering them as as dynasty assets over the offseason. Yeah. I mean there then there's guys on the opposite spectrum like Trey Sermon, Chris oh. Carson, that maybe two months ago they would have been sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Now they're not even sniffing. No, Sermon certainly not. Looking no. looking like a bust. That will do it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.